0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the latest edition of the Health and Fitness Show. Uh, I am your host for today, Sulaiman Rafiq, and we are broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM today on the 3rd of October 2019. Reaching listeners in Luton and surrounding areas on 105.1 FM. And we've had an upgrade with our servers, so we're reaching further than ever before. If you want to watch as well as listen, uh, you can do that via the Inspire FM website. Uh, you can also join us via Facebook and all you have to do is click on our Facebook video live link. Uh, this is a live show. The reason we do it live is so we can have your interaction. So why not get involved? Uh, you can do that by text or WhatsApp on 0777 Or if you prefer, you can call the studio on 01582 Before we get on to today's topic and show I just wanted to acknowledge the amazing work of the British Islamic Medical Association who um, on Saturday um, had a very successful annual Lifesavers project which saw over 125 UK mosques participating and that included our very own Bury Park Jamia Masjid and I know thousands of people benefited from learning um, first aid and um, they're looking to expand that project Uh, If anyone is interested in learning more about the British Islamic Medical Association, they're having their second national conference on the 7th of December. And this will be the largest gathering of UK-based Muslim healthcare professionals passionate about the intersection of their faith and career. So for more information about that, you can visit www.britishima.org. So, as you'll know by now, every week we cover a different health-related topic, uh, and I'm really excited to say that today we'll be talking about a new project called take, Talking Takes Off um, and that includes uh, a guest who um, is a long long term friend and uh, a long term colleague Steph Cash who's been leading on this. I've known Steph for uh, over over 10 years now and um, yeah, just to, to take this opportunity to uh, thank her for all the work that she does and, she, and she's continuing to do in driving outcomes for Luton families. Um, you know your passion and commitment is, is, is quite Quite something, and is, is a real inspiration. And it's been great that you've been able to um, work on this project that we're going to be talking about. So, just a final reminder that uh, before I introduce my guests and will ask them to introduce themselves, the text or uh, WhatsApp number is 079481822. Um, so, just before we get on to today's topic, can I ask you both to introduce yourself, if I start with Emily?
1: Hi, I'm Emily Martin. I'm a speech and language therapist. I work for the NHS in Luton and Bedfordshire.
0: Great. Thank you very much for giving up your time to be with us this evening. Thank
2: you for having us. Steph. Hi, my name's Stephanie Cash. I work for the Luton Council and I'm delighted to be here to talk to you about the Talking Takeoff programme. I am working um, as the program lead for this project, but I am also uh, working with our project in Luton called Flying Start, which is our early years pregnancy to five strategy.
0: Great, thank you for that. So, obviously, this is the Health and Fitness Show, and we've dedicated a whole whole show today to um, that the project talking takes off. So, can you just outline? Um, why communication is important and how that relates to health.
1: Absolutely. So communication is a real fundamental life skill. It's something that a lot of us take for granted. We use it all day, every day without thinking about it. But actually the impact of poor communication can have massive um, effects on our mental health, our emotional development and our learning. So it really has a lot of wider impacts on children's uh, development, learning, and later life chances as well.
0: Sure, and and I guess that's why the NHS is uh, um, you know taking such a keen interest in it. So.
1: That's right, yes. There are a lot of speech and language therapists employed by the NHS. Um, it's also making communication everybody's business, so we have a lot of colleagues from education, um, from Luton Borough Council, which is amazing, and a lot of wider colleagues working to support communication. Great.
2: And it's probably worth mentioning, Suleiman. We were really fortunate in Luton uh, because we got some funding from the Department for Education, who are really interested in the importance of early communication language. Mm. The programme that we're delivering for the Department for Education is all around. Uh, tackling inequalities and making sure that children particularly have the best start in life and the aim of the project really is about making sure children's communication language is strong before they start school so that when they do start actually their school years they're able to talk and communicate effectively. That's important to make sure they can engage with their actual learning, but it's also important to make sure that when they start school, they're able to make friends and Joining in in school activities—it's a real concern for some children who actually are less able to do that, and that's mm-hmm. what the project's really about: tackling um, some of those um, difficulties that children may have if they haven't had the right support to give them a the best start in life.
0: Yeah, and we've we've discussed it on the program previously uh, it's a kind of reoccurring theme around just under just appreciating how important that zero to five um age is in a, in a person's development um and i think a lot of parents might think well you know Education kind of starts when they get, get to school, but actually in reality, it's, it, you know, the, the the building blocks for it start way sooner than that. They, re-
2: they really do, Solomon. And actually with our, with our, within our work and probably when you're talking to colleagues, they would say it starts actually during pregnancy. Mm. Uh, we really need to start at the very earliest stages of pregnancy, making sure we get the messaging right, that people understand the importance of a healthy pregnancy speaking to your baby while Mm -hmm. it's in the womb still. And then, obviously, as soon as the baby's born, we need to focus on supporting those messages around uh, playing, talking, chatting, cuddling and responding to your baby, the 5 to Thrive messages, which we're really proud of in Luton, that are key messages that we share with parents. And now we're talking very clearly about really expanding a little bit more on why it is so important to talk and play and respond to your baby and your toddler um, to make sure that their language development um, takes off, really. That's why we've called the project Talking Takes Off. It is so important. The early years are vital.
0: Great. And you mentioned there, obviously, um, Luton has received uh, some additional funding from the Department for Education. Can you just um, touch on, in terms of some local data, around why this is important for Luton?
2: Yeah, okay. So when we uh, made the application to the Department for Education, we had to share with them some data um, that made them decide that Luton was worth investing in. And some of the data was linked to the levels of... um, deprivation and poverty in the town. So we know we do have some wards where we've got quite high levels of poverty. And some of the data was really around the level of uh, readiness for school that some of our five-year-olds have. In some of our areas of Luton, it's not as good as we'd like it to be. Um, Although we do really well with children, um, it could be better. And those were the two reasons, really, deprivation and readiness for school data that made the Department for Education decide
0: they wanted to invest here. Sure so it's fair to say that in Luton there's a lower percentage of children who are ready for school in terms of language.
1: That's absolutely right particularly in some of our wards. Mm. So we always find there will always be some children who have a a communication difficulty Mm. Um, that might just be part of their genetic makeup just who they are as a person Um, it might be associated with another condition but what we find is there are other children who have got communication needs they're not quite where they should be like Steph said they're not ready for for school in terms of having the language levels to access the curriculum and that's what's really exciting about this project because they are the children that we can help to target to get some early support in some early advice give them that boost so that they are ready to start school um, and access all, all their learning and development they need for better life chances later on.
0: Great and so you know obviously Every child is different, and as parents, um, we all want what's best for our children. Just want to understand in terms of why is it so important in terms of early intervention, rather than just waiting and seeing, you know, how it pans out.
1: Absolutely, that's a really good question. Um, Early intervention is the key. It's something there's lots of research into, and we know that that has a massive impact. It's not always about identifying early in life it's about when we've identified there's a concern we're acting on it we know that that's reassuring to parents if they are concerned but also the earlier we get the advice in the quicker um, the child can develop and also it can prevent difficulties from escalating so if we watch and wait there is a chance that those difficulties will escalate and then we have more work and more support to do later to help them.
0: Yeah. And so just wanna really get into the, the 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 detail around Talking Takes Off. So just you know, um, for someone who's never heard of it before, can you just explain what, what it what is Talking Takes Off?
2: Okay, so Talking Takes Off is a project which we've been funded for, as I said, for a year. And it's really about looking at how all the different partners in the towns, that includes our health partners, our early years partners, our education partners, our parents and communities work together to actually look at how we best can support families and children to develop those rich vocabulary experiences. So we've got a whole range of different work streams happening um, that are really geared up to deliver that that outcome Hmm. key I think um, is we've got um, a large amount of work going on on training and training is focused on both our workforce um, our professional workforce but also our voluntary sector partners as well if we can train our colleagues to have the right messages and consistent messages about why communication language in the early years is so important and why we need to identify children earlier and what support we can offer we believe we can actually make a difference to children's outcomes so training is really important part of our program The other really important part of our programme is about getting messages out to parents. So coming on the radio today is super um, and making sure that we can get messages out to parents where they can find out what the right things to do with their children. And it's really simple things. We're not asking for people to do anything more complicated than thinking about how in their everyday... um, uh, activities, they can really start to think about how they include their children in language. And that can be when they're shopping, when they're going to pick children up from school, when they go to the park or to the doctors, wherever they're going, making sure that we're using a really uh, good vocabulary, using lots of chatting and talking with children to widen their experiences. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important, Solomon, to say also that in Luton, we know there's a lot of languages spoken. We're often asked, well, should I be speaking to my child in English if actually mm. English isn't my main language? Our response to that and what our messages will be saying is speak to your child in the language that you speak most confidently. Mm. That is the most important message, really, so that your child can get that vocabulary and get a good wide range of words and sentences and language. Mm. And then when they get to school, they'll be able to pick up English really confidently and easily. So those mm. are some key messages.
0: Yeah. Um because just when i was i was kind of reading around it a little bit is in terms of what's important to kind of remember is it's about communication isn't it rather than necessarily english absolutely i think sometimes we 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 um confuse the two in terms of what we're talking about when we're when we're saying about communicating um with children particularly very young children um you know kind of baby noises and this kind of thing, that is a form of communication, Absolutely. isn't it? You
2: know, from right from the very beginning during pregnancy, just humming, singing, talking to your baby. But actually once the baby's born, any sort of um you know, you might be doing nursery rhymes, you might be playing music or just lullabies, whatever it happens to be, in whatever language, that's the start of good communication. Mm-hmm. But also equally important is actually looking and responding with your baby Mm. and your child so that you've got Emily's looking at me now and she's smiling and I've got eye contact with with her and she's nodding at me (laughs) and laughing but that engagement that communication that that's really important with with a parent and a child it's Mm. that interaction that responding that's all Mm. what communication is about it's not just
0: language absolutely yeah and what's what's i think what's possibly um difficult sometimes is as as parents is that particularly with younger children is you might not feel as though they are necessarily getting anything from it if that makes sense because obviously they can't they can't respond to you in terms of with uh, full sentences or words, et cetera. Or they might get easily distracted by something else, for example. But you kind of have to... It's so important, isn't it, to mm. communicate with your child. So, yeah. Um, and and that, I, that is having such a powerful uh, exactly. impact on them.
2: Exactly. So just having fun, cuddles, mm. laughing, tiggling, those are all important things. Are you mm. a, you're a dad, aren't you?
0: I am, yeah. So you
2: know exactly what... Yeah. When you're playing with your children... yeah. Uh, That sort of engagement, that fun you're having, Mm. that's communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they enjoy it, they love it, they thrive on it, and that's that's the start of it isn't Mm -hmm. it and then building the language and singing to them playing and counting and
1: all of that is Mm -hmm. just generally what we want to do more of
2: really
0: Uh,
1: that's it it's that two-way message as Mm. well like Steph said it's that interaction and that's something we really want to want to promote and exactly things like peekaboo games Mm. where you're saying something and they're responding like you say it might not be a full sentence but a look a smile body language it's all still really important Mm. and I think as adults we can get really preoccupied with the talking element and Mm. using sentences and we forget as adults how much of that non-verbal communication we use Um, it really supports the messages that we give and by responding to that in our young children we can then add the words on later they've already got that element of communication and giving and receiving messages yeah
0: I mean one thing I'm really bad at is that I'll be I'll be on my phone so I'll (laughs) be talking to you know uh, my son or my daughter but I'll be on my phone so and that's that's creating quite a bad habit for them, isn't it? In terms of you know, you can kind of talk to someone, but you're not looking at them. And that's that's, that's you know. I, and so it was great that we're doing this topic because I've stopped <laughs> doing that now. Because just looking at me like, yeah, no. if you
2: do that again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, we are. It's a difficult one because you know, when you look around, you know everybody is on their phone. Mm. And people are using tablets and social yeah. media, but actually we need to find time to recognize that we need to be communicating with the children as Mm. well
1: it's a place and a time I think that's it Mm. Uh, would you agree it absolutely yeah and like you say Steph you know technology is a part of our lives these days we can't ignore it but it's about being sensible with how we're using it and exactly that's the limit you know just recognizing hang on a minute I can put the phone down for Mm. two minutes but the reality is sometimes we do all need to check in with ourselves Mm -hmm. Um, if you're using technology with your children if you're using screen time try and use it as an interactive experience so you'll talking about things that that they're seeing, um, maybe extending their learning. So if they've seen a character do something on a TV show, I don't know, go for a picnic, maybe you could go for a picnic too. Mm. So you're actually using that technology as an interactive experience. And that's the thing that is missing is the, the feedback, the feedback um, yeah. a, and that response really
0: sure and so just uh so you you made the point there so talking takes off it's got this whole element around training yep. so i just want to be really clear for anyone listening because we have a phenomenal um voluntary and community sector in luton and so what what is the training used for voluntary sector can you just expand can, on that I can
2: indeed so the training that we've uh, that I'm describing is, called, is our universal training for everybody we've called it um I'm just looking at Emily talking takes off takeaway training because anybody who comes on our training will get free takeaways to take back into their voluntary sector organization or into their early year setting so it's great training it's all free and um, we've also organized some uh, particular sessions for our voluntary sector organizations mm. so that's being marketed at the moment But either either, Uh, if they phone the Flying Start office um, and I'll give you the number which is 01582 five four eight three five six they can get information about the training um and we've got um training starting next week actually we're really Mm -hmm. excited about that and the training for the voluntary sector if they want to come to a separate session just because it's a twilight session Mm. is in november so i think it's i think you make a really valuable point about the voluntary sector they're key for us Mm. in terms of reaching so many communities and if we can be working with the voluntary sector and making sure they they've got all of our messages Mm. they're in a they're in a good position to get those messages out to the community yeah absolutely. I mean there's another interesting part to the project and I just want to talk about which is our ICANN volunteers I don't know Solomon if you've heard of our ICANN communication volunteers so they've been they they're, they're volunteers from the community they come from a range of different community backgrounds speaking different languages they've been trained in our key messages and they work in the community sharing those messages with their neighbours um, local people Um, that they may go to school with or where they feel comfortable sharing the messages perhaps in their faith organizations. Mm. So our ICANN volunteers are really useful to link into as well because they can take the messages right out into the community. Um, The project, as I said, is a year From about November of this year onwards, I'm going to be doing some more local neighbourhood work. So I'm going to be working with our community development team here in Luton, uh, elected members, um, and the voluntary and faith organisations, and start in some of the wards where we know we've got higher needs Mm. to get some networks going, getting people passionate about Talking Takes Off and getting them involved in ideas about how we can support and make a difference. So I'd really be keen for people to contact me if they're interested in getting involved. Um, My email address is um, stephanie.cash at luton.gov.uk. Please get in contact if you're a voluntary sector organisation and want to find out more. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Great, that's really helpful. And um, there's also a page dedicated to it on the Flying Start website, isn't there? There is, absolutely.
2: So I've got the uh, uh, website address. We've got a dedicated page to say, lots of information on there. So if you want to go and have a look there, you can go to flyingstartluton.com forward slash talking takes off
0: great and so we're very fortunate here on inspire that we've, we we've kind of been able to get you guys on and you've got a launch event coming up next week which we're going to be talking about uh, in a bit more detail uh listeners Thank you to those who have already uh, WhatsApp, we will be getting to your, your messages uh, shortly after the break um, but do continue to be involved and get involved, you can do that by text or WhatsApp on 777 or you can call the studio on 1582 that number again 01582-481822. Uh, we're just very shortly about to be approaching our advert break Um, can we just very quickly touch on the launch event and then maybe come back to it afterwards
2: yeah that's fine so next week in the mall in luton central square on thursday the 10th of october we'll be having our launch event uh Talking Takes Off. Uh, the focus will be around uh, Deer Zoo the mm-hmm. book Deer Zoo and throughout the day from 10 till 4 there'll be lots of activities uh, for families to get involved in. We've got the library involved with us. Our Flying Start Children's Centres will be running some sessions also Active Luton will be doing some music and movement sessions and we'll have some slots where we've got uh, different people reading stories to children. Um, there's lots to do down in the mouth, so we'd love you to come down and join us.
0: Great, fantastic it. i know as a parent i'm always trying to find free stuff to do because everything costs money but this is uh you've got quite a lineup haven't you robin yeah. robin uh the chief executive is going to be involved as well is he
2: yeah, he's coming down at one o'clock and uh, he's agreed to read a story to the children which i think is great he's passionate about this subject it's mm. really important for us to have him there so yeah we're really excited
0: no that's great i mean i think we're all we're all excited about it because it's so important to the future of the town in relation to you know the the importance of communication and speech um, and language so um, after the break we will be talking a little bit more around um, some of your specific questions around um, speech and language we will be um, delving in a little bit more around um, um, uh children or families who might be bilingual for example just to understand that there's quite a lot of kind of myths or misunderstandings around that specifically um and i've had some questions in around um like use of um technology like youtube and stuff like that as well so hopefully we can kind of come to that as well so just a final um, call out to our listeners if you do have any more questions this is your chance it's a live show today on Thursday the 3rd of October and you can get in touch by text or whatsapp on 777 948 or you can call the studio on 01582-481822 uh, hopefully you're enjoying uh, what's coming up and we've got a range of different topics coming up. In a couple of weeks we'll be doing a show uh, specifically on uh, menopause. So that's coming up on the 17th of October and that will be with myself. And uh, We also have a show next week with Fahad Matin, the main man, uh, who will be discussing more around the importance of physical activity and um, how that can help with stress and other conditions. Um, So please do stay with us. And uh, just finally, Steph, could you just recap the uh, details for the event next week?
2: Yes, so the event's in the MAL, in the Central Square. It's running from 10 till 4, and it's a free event, and there'll be lots of information and opportunities for you and your children to get involved in activities.
0: Great, so the library is going to be there. library's
2: going to be there. Talking about Bookstart, we'll have um, Active Luton there doing some sessions of physical activity and music type sessions and the children's centers will be there running sessions around uh, the Take Five Cafe and other bits and pieces. There'll be lots of information and some freebies as well.
0: Great, and whereabouts in the mall is it? So that's the central square, which is near the information point. Okay, so right in, the, in the center, right in the big right the middle. square. Yeah, yeah. great, great, great. So lots of partners there. It's, it's really important that you've got the library involved as well. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, what's their role within the project?
2: They're, they're, they're really important really because uh, the library has a wealth of books both in English and in dual language they are very keen to get children into the library as early as possible mm. for parents to come in really from very young to join some of their sessions that they run in the library but also to encourage children to take books home to read as well they're mm. you know we're so lucky in Luton; mm. we haven't lost our libraries like mm. many places so mm. really um really important and they are they help us with a book start scheme as well so all children are given free books when they're babies and when they're four to five year, years old to help Great. with that idea of supporting language fantastic development.
0: Well, pick that up again after these short advert breaks you're listening to an inspire FM podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast
2: on inspire FM
0: any health advice given whether general diet physical or spiritual is general only and must be verified by your doctor if you need medical advice please consult a doctor Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome back to the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host for today, Sulaiman Rafiq, and we are broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM today on the 3rd of October. 2019 reaching listeners in luton and surrounding areas on 105.1 fm if you'd like to watch as well as listen you can do that by clicking on our facebook live link uh you can also join us via the inspire fm website uh just like take this opportunity to thank listeners who've uh, got involved it really does add to the, the 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 depth of the conversation that we're having um, and um, uh, in particularly, I uh, would like to thank uh, a listener who's called in with a question and we, 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 will be, um, we will be covering that as well. So just for anyone who's joining us a, a little bit later um, and missed the introductions, could I just ask the guests to introduce themselves again?
1: Absolutely. So I'm Emily Martin, I'm a speech and language therapist. Hello, my name is Stephanie Cash. I am
2: the programme lead for Talking Takes Off and I work for the local authority, Luton Council.
0: Great. Thank you very much for giving up your evening uh, to be here and and talking to us about Talking Takes Off, the importance of communication, particularly in those very early years. So just before um, the break there, we were encouraging uh, listeners to get in touch and um, we had a message passed on to us. Um, Emily, could you just address address um, the, the question and, and what, what the response would be for that.
1: Absolutely, so I understand somebody's called in and they are concerned about their child's communication development. Um, really good first step is to talk to your child's preschool setting or school if they're if they're in a setting they'll have lots of information about your child's development and they'll have been making their own observations so they'll be able to to really help you out as Steph said earlier in the program we're doing a lot of training with Talking Takes Off so we're really looking to upskill the the local um, population um, and also some of our local professionals and they'll be able to give you some really good first advice If your child needs to have a a speech and language therapy assessment, that's no problem. They can help you with that referral onwards very often some of our children they still need that advice but actually our schools our health visitors our children's centres are really really highly trained and they've got lots of knowledge to offer and support to give so it's a really good first step to go there and just start to talk about the concerns that you've got share your your concerns and look for some support there first
0: fantastic and we're so lucky in Luton to have a wide range of children's centres flying start centres so um, it'd be good to get in touch with them yes and get that first line advice yeah
1: they're, they're really great great members of staff with lots of advice and support yeah, to offer
0: fantastic
1: it's just just to make it
2: easy for people if you want to uh, get details about our children's centers then if you search for um www.flyingstart.com uh, flyingstartluton.com you'll have information about the flying start children's centers their timetables
0: and contact numbers great fantastic uh just uh quickly in terms of a few of the questions we had in just before the break. So one was in relation to, um, uh, a young child who, um, was learning, uh, quite a bit of, um, numbers and uh, uh, letters uh, from YouTube what would what would your as a speech language therapist what would your thoughts on that be?
1: Yeah absolutely I mean we can definitely utilize technology the key with communication is thinking how we can take that vocabulary all those words that children are learning from YouTube and actually using them in conversation and that's where that interaction side of things comes in so it's really important if your child is interested in numbers if that's what they're learning think about how you can introduce numbers into your daily routines so maybe counting the stairs as as you walk up and down them and that interaction will really make the difference and help your child actually go from copying words from YouTube and repeating them back to using them in conversation with you.
0: Great, fantastic. And uh, just the other question, it might have been the listener joined us a little bit later on because I think you touched on it at the beginning, Steph. So this was just in relation for families whose first language is not English. Um, The question is, does communicating with toddlers in their own language instead of English impact a child's development?
2: No, as I said, I think what's the important message here is, uh, parents are encouraged to speak to their children in the language they're most confident in whatever yeah. that language is and then as time goes on and the child then starts to learn english they'll they'll learn English confidently Our worry is um, if parents are sp- trying to speak to ch- children in English and they're not confident in English mm. that's not really as helpful mm. as speaking in their own confident
1: first language. I think that would be my opinion. And Emily, mm. you'd agree? Absolutely. And just really to make clear that speaking more than one language doesn't cause or contribute to any kind of communication delay or difficulty. Mm. It's actually a really natural thing for the brain to do, to use more than one language. Mm. So it's really a positive
0: thing. Mm. Sure. And then just the last one uh, before we move on, is just in relation to um, where a family's first language is is English. Uh, but they they want their child to learn their their kind of native language as it were mm-hmm. um, given that the child would learn english at school um what what's the kind of thinking around that
1: absolutely you know if you have another language that mm. you use and you're proficient in you can absolutely introduce it to your child um it's really dependent on each family and their makeup but a really nice way to introduce it is to maybe have different parts of the day so maybe you have breakfast time in Mm. in your in your second language or birth time or maybe at home you speak one language but when you go out you speak another what's really important is to keep it consistent in that manner Mm. um so try not to mix languages so for example if you're showing your child a banana try not to say banana in english and then banana in your in your other language Mm. because that's can that can be confusing you're jumping across the languages try and just keep like steph said that the message is to to keep speaking naturally Mm. rather than jumping between the languages Mm. Um, when children start to talk if they're bilingual or um have have two or more languages sometimes they will mix the languages sure. um, and that's a really typical thing mm. if they don't have a particular word in the language they're speaking they might mm. just borrow it from another language Great. but for us as adults try and try and stay consistent
0: consistency yeah and that um as you mentioned before eye contact is much more to communication than just the verbal communication mm. body language Absolutely. eye contact etc i think
2: it's it's, sort of, it's quite important also i think important that you know it's not just it's not just a mum's Job. Mm. This is a mum, dad, grandparents, brothers Mm. and sisters, anybody significant in a child's life. Mm. I think it's really important that we are all actively talking and communicating with children. Sometimes it's seen as the you know yeah. one parent's job and yeah, it's not and i think there's something really important also about the role of dads mm. and, and and grandparents in
1: in supporting this language development isn't there absolutely yeah it's everybody's business at the end of the day we communicate with lots of different people yeah. in our lives so yeah. everybody who's communicating involved with our children can can make the most of these messages
0: sure fantastic um it's a really fascinating topic time is getting away with us i'm conscious we're going to be uh, approaching the uh, azan break in in a few moments Um, so what we'll do just to give it justice is after the break we'll pick up on the Talking Takes Off uh, launch event because I know there's um, some really exciting celebrities and and really exciting people getting involved in that so I'd like to discuss that in more detail and then if it's okay we're going to come on to some specific questions around um, like um, stammering for example um, maybe tongue tie um, and some of the more specialist kind of areas um before concluding but I'd just like to thank listeners again for their interaction it really does help with the with the with the quality of the show so I think we're gonna be shortly going to the AZAM break so just finally like to recap the telephone numbers for anyone interested in getting in touch um, and you can text or WhatsApp on O 9481822 that number again O or if you prefer to call the studio as someone has done, you can do that on 01582 481822. Salam alaikum and welcome back to the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host, Sulaiman Rafiq, and we are broadcasting live from the studios of inspire fm today on the 3rd of october 2019 um I, I must say you guys are making my day i don't think i've ever had this many questions um and and they're all so interesting and positive so thank you very much for for listening and sticking with us um throughout this show we are now approaching the final segment I'd do want to just hand over to Steph in relation to, can you just give people of Luton a bit more information about their launch event?
2: Yes, yeah, so um, the launch of, launch of Talking Takes Off is next Thursday, which is the 10th of October. It will be in the Mall, uh, Central Square, which is near the information point. We'll be there from 10 till around 4 o'clock and we do hope you come down to visitors during the actual day there's um, various activities. I've got the program in front of me so I'm just going to pick some of them out for you. Um, there will be at 10 o'clock uh, story time uh, read with the Luton Libraries service and at 10.30 we've got some sing and sign music sessions which has been run by the Flying Start Children's Centre staff. Um, at uh, one o'clock, uh, Robin Porter, who's the Chief Executive of Luton Council, will be down there reading our Zoo book to the children, which will be really nice to see. And then for at two o'clock and 2.30, we've got some sessions with Active Luton. They'll be delivering some music and movement sessions with the children. So lots of fun things for children to get involved in, but at the same time, some really um, interesting stalls with information for parents around why communication language is so important and what they can do themselves to help improving their children's uh, talking. And there'll be some freebies for parents to take Mm. away as well. So we're really excited and we do hope you will join us on the day.
0: Absolutely. And I think the word you use there which I loved was fun. And so often, you know, a lot of the topics we're often reminding people they can't do this and they can't eat that and you know it's all a bit down. Um but you know the fact that um with with this it is really about having fun, having fun with your children and you know, creating a better relationship with yeah. them and like you say, the whole family, not just mum, but mum, dad uncle, auntie, grandparents exactly. everyone. we're
2: so excited actually you're, you're mm. so right, It is a, It is. this is about fun and enjoying mm. children, yeah. um, we're really excited also because we've got some really key uh, endorsements on mm. this project mm. which I think is really positive so Luton Town Football Club are supporting us and we've got a poster of their team supporting Talking Takes Off Great. so um, we've also got support from Jordan Reynolds who's a local boxer who boxes for I think Great Britain mm. yep. and we've also got the winner of the a great British Bake Off, not it's Nazia Hassan. Nadia uh, Hussein, yeah. Yeah, she's actually endorsed Talking Takes Amazing. Off. So all those people recognise yeah. how important this is. So we're mm. really
1: excited about having their endorsements. And now what we need is for parents to get on board with us and, mm. and join in. That's it. And like you say, Solomon, it's all about fun. And actually, that's what communication is, especially for our very young children. Communication is learnt through play. So actually, parents have that biggest role in their child's development, just having fun, playing, enjoying, responding and interacting with their children. That's what That's what makes the biggest difference. Mm.
0: Great so listeners thank you very much for um engaging with us on um, facebook so um there's just a question here in relation to uh how can we help children speak more clearly if they stutter or stammer
1: yeah so that's a really good question so um... Um, stammering, stuttering, it's its all the same thing, stuttering is a slightly more American or Australian term, we tend to use stammering. You might also hear speech and language therapists call it disfluency which is just a bit more of a fancy term for the same thing. Stammering can um, take a few different forms, so often we think about repeating the first sound or it could be repeating the whole word or sometimes we can get a bit stuck with our talking. One of the big things with stammering is not to draw our children's attention to it if they don't realise that they're stammering. Mm -hmm. Make sure we just give them plenty of time, keep eye contact and wait for them to finish their sentence. Um, It's really good to be a good model for our children if they're stammering as well. So sometimes children can just try and talk too quickly and then that's when the stammering occurs. So if we as adults try and slow down our pace of talking, children will naturally Mm -hmm. model that. and and do the same thing so just give them lots of time and space don't tell them to stop and start again because like I say often they don't realize they're doing it so that can just draw attention to it and and make them think that they're doing something wrong but if if you need some more advice Mm. and Steph's already given the website out for flying start Luton, and talking takes off within that there are lots of links for more information if parents need anything else
0: great and just when I was looking into this is the child speech bedfordshire website which is very uh, user friendly isn't it
1: that's it that's Um, the new it's brand new new? this month yeah Yeah, our local nhs speech therapy website so yeah Yeah. childspeechbedfordshire.nhs.uk there's loads of information on that uh, website about different development mm. and and advice and where to go
0: to get some more help. And what was quite nice about it was um, it, it can be age specific, so you get different sections for different mm. ages of children. Because That's obviously, right. you know, the advice for a very young child is going to be different to an uh, older child and this mm. kind of thing. I just want to um, fire through a few of these in terms of um, terms people may have heard. So, what what is tongue tie when when people say that? Um, so
1: so people often talk about being tongue-tied when they get stuck yeah. for words, but it is, it is a real thing. Right. Um, so tongue-tie is when um, the uh, little bit of, of uh, flesh underneath our tongue, which is called the frenulum, um, is that that little stringy bit of you look in the mirror and and. and raise up your tongue. Um, It can be a little bit thicker than usual. It can be shortened and that impacts on how much the tongue can move. Mm. Most of the time, tongue ties are identified at birth or there might be some early feeding issues. Um, And that's really where tongue tie causes the most difficulty with feeding. So when children are very young with babies, they can have that tongue tie snipped. Later on sometimes it can cause difficulties with particular speech sounds that rely on the tongue to move up and down um, and it can get snipped later on in life but it's it's relatively more um, unusual for that, that to happen. Um, the important thing to remember if your child does have a tongue tie is that actually it won't impact on the words that they're using it mm. might just impact a couple of those speech sounds.
0: Sure and then the, the, obviously we're talking about communication and so um, I believe... One in every a thousand child is born with severe or profound hearing loss. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just touch on how, how that works?
1: Absolutely. So, um, those listeners who've who've had children will know that you get a newborn hearing test, mm. um, and often that can be the first sign and the first indicator of uh, hearing loss. Um, the other hearing loss that we come across sometimes later in childhood is a temporary hearing loss called glue ear and that's a fluid build up in the inner ear which which sometimes happen happens and obviously with any child with a hearing impairment it will impact on how their hearing people use language Mm -hmm. around them and then um you know how they're learning and taking language in if your child does have a hearing impairment it's good to do things like get down to their level establish eye contact maybe tap them on the shoulder before you're speaking to them so you know they know that you're speaking to them Mm. and just be aware of things like distractions so try not to have the tv on as background noise think about all the different noises that that Mm. children can struggle to to process and differentiate
0: between sure um just one of the um, questions here is around um Steph, I'll probably look to you on this one. In relation to um, saying here, my niece speaks in two languages simultaneously, um, means half of her conversation is in English and the other half is in Urdu. Um, is that, um, how can you, what would you say about something like that?
1: I talked to Emily actually on the <laughs> <way. laughs> point. I was trying to give Emily a break. I <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You have a speech therapist in your programme. I can talk for hours. Go
2: for
1: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So if um, if your child is talking back to you and or your your niece and, and she's using kind of different different mm. words, the chances are she's just trying to work out which language is which. So right. we know that if children are learning two languages simultaneously, especially mm. before the age of three, um, first of all, they'll then the two languages there's one big language basically and it takes a little while they're usually about three, three and a half before they start to separate those language systems out it's not just the words but it's also things like the grammar the word order in sentences so it takes some time so as long as you as the adult keep being a really good model and keep using that language consistently that's absolutely fine something we often find actually is that if you're using a home language and then your child starts at school they very quickly pick up that all their friends use English and it Mm -hmm. is Something we often hear from parents that, children will come back home and they might not want to talk their home language they might prefer English mm. but it's really important to keep talking your home language because obviously it's, it comes back to speaking with relatives cultural mm. identity mm. if you speak in your home language and your child replies back to you in English that's quite common but actually it shows that your child has still understood that understood. home language so keep talking in your home language don't give
0: up fantastic that's that's really um reassuring because it's what we do <laughs> and everyone will constantly respond to us in English that's it um, yeah. so uh, but like you say, you know, he's, he's understanding it. Ex- so that's, exactly. that's just, um Just one around specialism in regards to voice production. Mm. So obviously communication, that might be a concern for some. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Yeah, just touch on that a little bit. Yeah, so... Um, voice difficulties can happen with children as well. We see them more often in adults because as adults tend to uh, abuse our voices a little bit more. Um, But some children will have difficulties with maybe they have a a persistent sore throat their uh, their voice sounds hoarse or croaky or strained and it's it's just about how we use our vocal cords. so it's really good to think about things like drinking lots of water encouraging them not to shout um, and really kind of looking after their
0: their voice great fantastic time has really flown away with us i think we're gonna have to get you guys back on at some point <laughs> because it's been really um insightful and um, i think that's demonstrated by the amount of interaction we've had by from our listeners so i'd really like to thank them for 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 their in, engagement um just uh, we've got kind of a few moments to kind of summarize some of the key messages and what you'd like to get across so just just in summary steph well
2: for me because i know there's so much information we'd love to get across mm. to you if i could just give the website address Because yes, i think people can then access are uh, the flying start website talking takes off and actually you can access the speech and language therapy website through that route that's so right. the website to go to is www.flyingstartluton.com forward slash talking takes off that's the main place to go to and then you'll be able to pick up lots of the main messages and also some online sites as well which you can get extra information from
0: sure uh, Emily is there anything you'd like to get and get across we've got a few seconds.
1: absolutely it's just like we said it, it's really kind of making the most of, of your role as a parent um, enjoy talking playing reading singing with your child you really make the difference that's how children learn learn language learn communication by, by hearing it all around them all day every day so you are your child's first and best teacher fantastic agreed
0: and as the least qualified person here but as a dad I would say it's very important <laughs> for dads to play their role Exactly. and sure. communicate with their children and make that effort and time and take some time out, turn the TV off yeah. uh, and really uh, enjoy that time of life in your child's life um, Guys, thank you very much again for joining us um, Next week uh, we'll be back with the main man Fahad Matin who'll be discussing physical activity and just finally I'd like to say Assalamu alaikum wa and thank you very much for joining us We'll be back again next week Thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on InspireFM.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFMLuton.